welcome to the first episode of our new podcast called The Bronx Savages, um, featuring myself and my co-host Marvin Azrak. Um, what will we be talking about the, in this podcast is everything Yankees, um, from trade rumors, um, after the game, our, our thoughts, um, off-season, possible uh, trades, or, um, you know, in this case, who's going to be the Yankees' next pitching, pitching coach, and, you know, uh, who we might get, who we might trade away, um, who's getting signed, who re-signing, um, and just everything Yankees for the whole season. Hey everyone, my name is Marvin. Uh, I'm a big Yankee fan, and so is Eli. And uh, without further ado, uh, let's get right into it because I know you you want to you want to hear our thoughts on uh, what is going to be a very long Yankees off season. Okay, so um, we begin at the beginning of the season. Um, you know, starts like um, spring training, whatever, looking good. But then um, the injuries start. You know, um, everyone's going on the IL. You know, you have Betances, you have Severino on the IL to start the season. Um, you know, okay. Not a big deal, right? Then uh, Stanton goes down. Um, then Gary goes down for a little bit. Greg Bird goes down. Uh, you got Judge going down with an oblique, and that was the worst one of all. Yep, that was that. That was everyone's all of all of Yankees universe's worst nightmare. Him going down. You know, you wondered when he went down was was it going to be a lost season? Hundred uh, percent. Aaron Judge, his injury was by far the worst. You know, what are we going to do now? Our season's over. Um, we're, we're ten and ten. It's not like we started off uh, fifteen and five or something. We're ten and ten. We're just five hundred, and now our main player goes down. What are we going to do? Um, that's when next man up um, really started. I, I think, um, and I think Marvin could agree with me. Um, Definitely. Uh, that's when everyone stepped up, you know, um, Gio Rochella, um, probably, you know, the main guy, he's like the captain of the next man up team when everyone went down, Gio Rochella, DJ LeMayu, Luke Voigt, um, all the AAA guys, you know, um, Glaber Torres coming in, um, you know, uh, and, uh, Austin Romine when Gary was down and, you know, all these players are playing and you'd expect them to not be that good, you know, because they're not the starters. Most of them are AAA guys, um, but they ended up playing really well, um, better than expectations, obviously, um, all the way until, um, you know, our guys started to come back. Aaron Judge came back, Gary came back, you know, and our roster started to be, um, you know, our powerful guys. Um, you know, started to fill up the roster. Uh, so let's talk about the postseason, shall we, Mark? Unless you have anything. Uh, yeah, I can. I can agree. I, I agree with you, Eli, on everything that you just said. You know, we, DJ Lemayu, he didn't make. He didn't even make the opening day roster, mm-hmm. and he was the Yankees MVP this season. Uh, to name some some AAA guys that Eli mentioned. Uh, and I didn't mention, you got Mike Ford, yeah. uh, Kyle Higashioka. Talkman. Those guys just stepped up out of, out of nowhere. Like, I didn't even know who, those, who these guys were before this season. And there's a long list of guys that we're not going to get into because we're not here to talk about the season. And we're here more, more to talk about the offseason. So, uh, yeah. so, we're going to, you know, let's get quickly into the postseason. Yeah, like you said, Eli. And, uh, yeah, starting with the ALDS against the record-setting 307 homer Minnesota Twins. Uh, so going into the ALDS, obviously um, I was very confident in my team. Um, didn't think we would sweep, but uh, maybe go to four uh, games, maybe five games, because I knew the Twins were a really good team. Um, then we just absolutely obliterated them. 
three games. Um, you want to go more in depth about the three games, Marvin? Yeah, I mean, it was just amazing. Uh, game one, even when it got down to nothing in that one, you were just like, you just felt that they were going to come back, and they did. I mean, they were hitting when there was a home run, when there was a double, everyone was hitting uh, up and down the lineup, you know, 10 4. Uh, eight two five one with a three scores and games in the in the three game ALDS sweep. I just basically confirm that one we own the Twins franchise basically because yeah. we beat them every single time. Was it seven straight series we we've, we've won against them in the postseason and uh, fourteen straight games? It's just you know hey we own the Twins and we beat up on a team that everyone saying you know was the best team was the best Twins team of all time mm-hmm. and the best in recent memory. We killed them. Talk about yeah. Bomba squad. What about the Bronx Bomber squad? Yeah, they were they were all over that Bomba, and in uh, in, in, in and also in uh, Minnesota, we uh, we personally love the uh, small ball. You know, not always going for the home run. You know, playing, uh, getting working the count, getting your walks, getting the singles, doubles. You know, scoring runs, not just home runs. That's what. I like, you know, you get a few home runs in there. The ALDS, the entire thing, barely had any home runs. Um, going into the ALCS, we're like, wow, we got this, you know. We found a whole new method of playing, just not going for home runs. We score a lot of runs now, not just home run or strikeout. No, now it's more like um, single, walk, home run if you're a power hitter, you know. And we were striking out less, um, you know, going for the small ball. Last season, we... Yeah. Last season was either homer or strikeout, mm-hmm. and that proved to be costly in the ALDS loss to the eventual World Series champion Boston Red Sox. So uh, 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 this year, you're right, led, led by DJ the Mayu. Eli, you know, we us as Yankee fans, we felt that hey, we're playing the Astros now, but we got a lot better. We got a whole whole new scheme now. We're ready to go. Bring it on, Houston. And game one, game one, we looked. We were in the zone. We were really, you know, uh, just they had no answers for us. It was we killed them seven nothing. Tanaka was superb in that game, and uh, the young Glaber Torres didn't look young in that game with five ribbies. I mean, everything we were driving the ball, whether it was a homer, whether it was a double. It felt like the regular season game one. Really, really, it was a summary of the whole season, and when that happened. You're feeling okay. A possible sweep could happen if they keep playing like this. And I, I, I even um, texted Marvin a, a picture of a broom, you know, as a joke. And I'm like, just in case, you know. And then, you know, seven nothing. You think, wow, could could there be a better team than this? I, I was thinking the Astros. They aren't even on the same planet as the Yankees. You know, the Yankees are just that much better. And after after game one, you just like, what happened? You know, that's that's what I want to know. That's what all the Yankee fans want to know. What happened? It was really, you know, not scoring, uh, not hitting the ball when we had a runner scoring position. I mean, game two, we had men on base against Verlander. We didn't capitalize. And, uh, you know, it wasn't our pitching this year like last year because our pitching this year kept us in, in the ball games. It was our hitting, uh, you know, going into a slump at the very worst time. Game th- game three, we had a chance. We had we had, we had nine men on base against Cole, and we didn't score. We we didn't score one run off Garrett Cole, and after having nine men on base against him, that's pathetic. If you ask me, uh, when you think of the Yankees lineup, game four we had bases loaded twice and didn't score. Uh, only run we scored in those two bases loaded situations was in, was a was a RBI walk, and otherwise it was strikeout. It was just bad. Uh, everyone just went. To, to sleep at the at the wrong at the wrong time and it ended up coming back to bite the Yankees, but you know yeah. what we saw this year and Eli can I think Eli agrees with me here is that this team never gives up, and we yeah. saw that yeah. in the game five when we you know kept the series alive with a win off yeah. Justin Verlander, and then game six with the you know what the DJ blast, yeah. you know. Uh... What DJ showed in that at bat alone was against against he, a lights out closer in mm-hmm. Ozuna, right? Ozuna, that's what he's been showing the whole season. You know, um, he does not. He needs to get a hit. You know, we're gonna work his hardest to get a hit, no matter how much the pitcher's coming at you. You foul off pitches. You 
you make him work, you know, you, uh, he's a hustler, he plays with heart, he, he needs to do it for his team, you know, and when he got that two-run home run, you're just like, that's it, you know, we're going to game seven, and we might win the game seven, you know, DJ Lemay got it started, you know, something, something magic just happened, and that's it, we're unstoppable now, you know, after that two-run home run, that's it, we're unstoppable, that's what, that's what everyone thought, I think. You know, and then was the walk off. The the walk off that, that broke everyone's hearts for forty eight hours. Really, uh, personally, I mean, I have nothing against Tuve except that I don't like him when he comes up against the Yankees. I mean, that guy's a fun player to watch. He's been fun his whole career to watch, except when he's playing the Yankees. You just you just. He's, just, he's such a big thorn in the Yankee side. It's he is the Yankee killer of all Yankee killers, you know, and and he's so small, you know. He's five, five, six, five, five, you know, and he's just so good. Um, he's just so good. Like, that's it. That's all I have to say about him. Um, as much as I don't, I don't like him. I I have to admit it. You know, you give him anything up in the zone, he's gonna hit it out. And Chapman just gave him. A delicious pitch up in the zone, a hanging slider up in the zone. That's the pitch that he wants. He's going to hit it out all the time, you know? 100% of the time, he's going to hit it out. You just can't do that now. Um, people might want to blame Chapman for the loss. I personally don't. I don't think you do either, Mark. Do you? Uh, no. You're going to make a mistake. Yeah, everybody, you lose the game on a mistake at the end of the day. And- uh, no, whoever te- whichever team makes the mistake is going to lose, and that unfortunately was uh, was Chapman and made the mistake. Was, and a uh, uh, good player beat him. There was the talk: should we have walked out Tuve? Um, probably, probably not. You would have got a man in scoring position, Mariznik up. Um, a guy, a- honestly, to uh, personally, I fear that guy. Uh, I don't want to walk out Tuve. First of all, Chapman has the capability of getting him out, and second of all, Mariznik's on deck. He's not he's not as big of a threat as Altuve is, um, but he can drive the ball and with the runner scoring his position, uh, you know Springer on second base he's fast the guy can run you just you don't want to give a, get, put the bat put the bat in the hands of a guy who can, whose uh, specialty is that really for me. Yeah. Um. So now our number one question and I think everyone every Yankee fan's number one question is how do we avoid this from happening you know. Every again, again for for it for the you know how do we? It happened in twenty the wild card game twenty fifteen. Dallas Keuchel beat us twenty seventeen. The Astros beat us in seven games, and then here they beat us in six. And honestly, it didn't that you can say that? Uh, hey, the Yankees didn't. The Astros were better than the Yankees the last couple of years. The Yankees didn't make up any ground because they lost in six this time. But really, the series to me felt like closer than a four two. Series uh, score. Astros weren't hitting either. No. no one... I mean, yeah, I mean, compared to the Yankees, they were, but yeah, every but... team is going to go through that. Every yeah. team in the playoffs. Look, look at the history. Every team in uh, when you once you get to the playoffs, you're going to have those types of slumps where you don't score men on base. It's about how you overcome that. And Houston did, did a better job of overcoming it than the Yankees did. And yep, that's why yep. they were able to move on to the World Series and send the Yankees home once again without a ring on their finger. Yep. And um, so how to avoid that from happening, obviously, um, Cashman's looking into uh, trading, you know, uh, getting starting pitching. We just got the news that he fired Larry Rothschild. What are your thoughts on that, Marv? Um, I love Larry. Uh, just I he he wasn't the best pitching coach, but he was consistent in my opinion. You know, he was our pitching wasn't the best when in his nine seasons in the Bronx, but he I, I felt like it wasn't the worst either. He kept it at least mediocre, at least relevant. He developed some great guys. Um, like you said, he by uh, Paxton's second half resurgence. You know, Seffi coming back. Uh, when Tanaka, Tanaka. Had his UC, Tanaka had a UCL tear and he came back and was brilliant. And how does he do? How does Tanaka, how does Tanaka go to the playoffs, right? So all those things you credit to Larry. And then again, there were some problems. Uh, Sonny Gray, uh, Paxton in, in the first inning. 
a lot this year. You know, and, and down the line, there was there were a lot of problems. It was really Jay Happ's uh, home run problem. Right. Much, everyone's yeah. home run problem. Everyone had a home problem. Home run problem. Um, do you think yeah, it was like on said, a side note? Do you think it was a juice ball? Um, yeah, I I do think it was a juice ball. Um, I, I don't want to get into that so much now, but um, I think MLB did juice the ball. Uh, maybe that could be for a later um, later podcast in a different episode. But I think MLB did juice the ball. Yes. Um, but yeah, a lot of home runs being gives uh being given up by all our starting pitchers. So, was firing Larry the best move? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know what Cashman's thinking. If he can find a better pitching coach, then yeah, good, good for us. Um, if not, yeah, that sucks. I liked Larry, but you know, I think there are better pitching coaches out there. Uh, who do you think you know that you know are some candidates that the Yankees could um, get? David Cohn uh, has been interviewed to be uh, the Yankees' new pitching coach, and I would love that. You know, David Cohn, he, he knows everything about pitching, you know, knows the old school pitching, uh, nowadays pitching, you know. Um, I think he would be per- per- a perfect fit. I think he would, um, the players would love him, you know, he would work great with Boone. Um, I just think he would be a great candidate. Also, I don't know if anyone ever talked about this, but maybe CC Sabathia um, as a pitching coach. What do you think about that, Mark? CC Sabathia. I'm laughing. Uh, <laughs> I I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I, I it's a dream candidate, yes, but no. I mean, CC. Uh, I feel like he's gonna get. He's more of a guy who's gonna get a job in the front office. Not a, he's not gonna. I, I don't see him as a pitching coach. I don't see the Yankees making him the pitching coach. Or really I mean, giving him a thought because you know he has a job on ESPN, but and I really think you know what uh, the Yankees are saving a, a spot in the front office for CC. And I mean, it could uh, happen. Uh, who saw it could, Boone, I just don't who saw see Boone it. becoming like, McCone, a manager? Yeah, but I feel like McCone is more likely. I feel like than uh, yeah, I, I would have mind CC. either one. I would have mind you know both um, both Yankees. both know their pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that, but I just feel like Cohen is you know, at the end of the day. Boone gets his guy. Now we see Boone wants, and Michael K was saying this on the Michael K show yesterday that they're probably gonna go for an analytic guy because we all know yeah. how Boone loves the analytics. Love so the is analytics. it gonna, you know, you don't know if it's gonna be Cohen. You don't know who it might be a guy who we've never even heard of before. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like I said, guy. not not going for a big name guy, just someone. Yeah. analytics guy. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. You know, you, you don't know because you don't know what the Yankees are thinking now. Nobody saw this Larry Rothschild uh, firing coming, and it did. So now we now what's the Yankees' approach, and how do you think it affects free agency as we now go into that? Um, so the Yankees' approach on uh, getting a pitching coach, you're saying? Yeah, I mean, what it, 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 I think it could affect them in free agency. Uh, you know, we know like they are trying to get Garrett, guys like Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. Uh, they, they, we know that we all know they need an ace if they want to beat the Astros. That's like the one thing they need. And uh, the but question honest, is now: the what I think is um, obviously best case scenario, Yankees get Garrett Cole. But I think if the Astros just don't re-sign Garrett Cole, that's also great. You know. And I don't think they will resign him, you know, because they're over their luxury tax, aren't they? Three hundred million. He he he. Uh, he's rumored to be getting this off season. It's the highest paid. Uh, that that is the no highest paid that. pitcher ever. And you know what? To be honest, I hate to say it, but I don't think Cashman's paying that either. No, um, that's crazy. Uh, you never know. I, they could work him down, though. Who knows? You know? He did grow up a Yankee fan. If that means yeah. anything at this point, uh, yeah, he was booed at Yankee Stadium. So, I mean, does that does a pitcher really care? You know, you're playing against the opposing team. Obviously, the fans are going to boo you. Or did he take it personally? These fans don't like me. Uh, I don't want to pay. I don't want to play for them. You know, they don't deserve me. I guess. Who knows? Maybe. Um. So that's it for uh for. Uh, I, mean, I don't think, I don't think that affects 
a guy like Cole. You're going into an opposing stadium. It's Yankee Stadium. It's the playoffs. They're gonna boo you. Uh, if yeah. you're if you're not on the Yankees, they're gonna boo you. I don't care who you are. And I know. And I know. And you that, think he knows that? Yes, I think he knows that because he's been a Yankee fan. You know, he's, he, he was a Yankee yeah. fan when he was mm-hmm. young. He, you know, so he, you get it. You so get maybe, it. Maybe he didn't take it to heart. Again, uh, yeah. Uh, back to the question I was saying before, really. What type of pitching coach will the Yankees get? And uh, will that coach affect their free agency chances? Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with Michael K on this one. I think they're going for an analytics coach, you know, um, someone who we never even heard of uh, will come up. He might be a really good pitching coach. Who knows? But in my opinion, I would like a like a top name pitching coach, you know, like like uh, David Cohn if he's interested, which he is. He went for an interview, but uh, uh, if Cashman's interested, if the Yankees are interested. Um, or if the Astros pitching coach, um, if if that's the Yankees' plan, if they fired Larry and they want to get the Astros pitching coach and Garrett Cole, you know, these two, he made Garrett Cole Garrett Cole now, you know, so you want to keep him Garrett Cole. So maybe you get the Astros pitching coach and you teach Severino, you teach Tanaka, you teach Paxton to be like Garrett Cole, to pitch like Garrett Cole. Who knows, you know? I feel like that's the way the Yankees want to go. Um, an Astro-like pitching coach, because we see what, what they can do with pitchers. I mean, Annabelle Sanchez went to the Astros at the trade deadline uh, uh, from the Blue Jays, and he wasn't known. No he hitter. was like, yeah, he pitched a no-hitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it, like his second, first start as an Astro? No-hitter. Yeah. Um, Zach Greinke almost pitched uh, Zach Greinke, yeah. He almost pitched a no-hitter. I mean, he I was just... good, but not that good. And he's been um, lights out ever since he went on the. He's been on the Astros. He wasn't right. that good on the Diamondbacks. I'll say that. It's just something that the Astros pitching coach does. Garrett Cole, which uh, I'm pretty sure you said before, um, he came from the Pirates. What I didn't happened say that? Oh, he came. He came from the. He did come from the Pirates though, and has been out of this world this year yeah. with the Astros. Mm-hmm. Nobody, uh, so yeah. notice all those. No, notice those couple guys. All, all, all the, all these three guys that we have just mentioned. All those three guys have you know came to the Astros and have become one. Of, have become the top pitchers in baseball. Well, yeah. they're in the conversation for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's the road the Yankees would like to go. Okay, so uh, now Gardy and Maven. What are we doing with them? Because of you know Aaron Hicks uh, getting Tommy John surgery, uh, I think they bring back Brett Gardner. I think that's really what. What else do you have? You can bring him back on an on another one year deal, cheap, not going to cost you much. He's been here for eleven years. He loves New York. Uh, he's been here his whole career. He's won a World Series. He really wants to do it again. Uh, he, he he said before. He said it during this past season that he wants to come back here in twenty twenty. And I think uh, the Yankees uh, will bring him back. Cameron Maben is kind of a different story because we traded for him uh, uh, when he was in AAA because of all the injuries we've had. We immediately brought him up, and he, you know, and he was amazing in terms of being a veteran, a veteran presence out there, providing depth yeah. uh, in the outfield when Stan wasn't, you know, when Stan and Hicks were hurt. He, you know, when he when he needed to, he was good. He, you know, he even needed a home run in the playoffs in the LDS. So that shows you that he's not a nobody. He's he's a guy. He's been he's been in the league for a long time, and he's a great guy in the clubhouse. Um, yeah, I agree. Even if Aaron Hicks didn't get um Tommy John surgery or isn't getting uh Tommy John surgery, I would still resign uh Brett Gardner. You know. Um, he's a hustler. He plays with heart. He loves the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees love him. You know, you, you can't ask for anyone better. There's nothing better than than a hustler. You know, he plays with with so much heart, like I like I just said. Um, and he he really loves the game. You know, and I think if he retires, he's going to retire as a Yankee. You know, no way. If Cashman doesn't resign him, he's going to another team. If Cashman uh, doesn't resign him, that's it. He's retiring. That's what I think. 
You know, I don't think yeah. he wants to play for another team. Agreed. And um, yeah, we, so what do you think? As for Mabin, and what about for Mabin? I mean, do you, you haven't really ever uh, expressed what you feel in Cameron Mabin because we, like, we always see him in the dugout. I like uh, Cameron Mabin. You um, watch the games, you see him. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I I love Cameron Maven actually. You know he he loves the team. You know he really cares about the guys he plays with. Um, he brings so much energy to the dugout. You know with all the hugs after the home runs, and uh, he's a veteran, which is always good. He he has experience in the playoffs and and everything. So yeah, if Cashman wants to bring him back, I'm fine with that. Um, you know as an extra outfielder, um, maybe who's gonna play left field when Aaron Hicks is. Uh, out, so judging right and guardian center. Who's going to play left? Yeah, it's either going to you know it would it would be it would be maybe maybe or or could I Mike Talkman right? Yeah, Talkman. Right now, right now, Talkman. But if the Yankees bring back maybe on a minor league deal, and the reason why I say a minor league deal is because as good as a guy as he is, and as a nice depth piece as he is, I don't know. I, I really don't think the Yankees would like to. You know, waste a major league roster spot on him. I think they like yeah. the minor league deal. I think they, they got him at a cheap. You know, they got. Excuse me. They basically got him for free, and he turned out to be better than his contract. Yeah. I also, um, uh, like I was, um, like I was getting into before, um, or like what you said, Mike Talkman. Um, what are we going to do with uh, those guys? You know, Mike Talkman, Mike Ford, uh, what's going to happen with them? Are they going to get a, a playoff or a, a roster spot on the season? What's going to happen to Luke Voigt, you know? What's going to happen with those guys? I mean, I, I totally forget. Luke Voigt was just a, kind of like a ghost the last month of the year. He was in a yeah. slump, and then he didn't even play a single game in the playoffs. He didn't even make the ALCS roster, ALDS roster. He made it. He didn't. He wasn't even. He was a. Go- he, he didn't come up at all. He, the Boone didn't never put him in a game. There was never really con- serious consideration for putting him in a game. He was, just, you know, he was. It was kind of like a waste of a roster spot with Luke Voigt. That's how it kind of how kind of. You felt. didn't really need him in ALDS. That the Yankees were fine the entire time. You didn't, you didn't need him. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I, I kind of felt like a waste of a roster spot. He didn't oh. play at all. So you'd rather a pitcher, you're saying. And that's what happened with the uh, that's what happened with that in the ALCS. Yeah. So. Right. And uh, to answer your question, with uh, where are these guys gonna play? Keep them. You never know. I mean, keep them to start out the year, uh, and see what happens. I mean, but, <laughs> you never but know. They... You never know if guys are gonna go down again. Keep yeah, but the would they want to play? Okay, guys. Let's say guys don't don't go down. Would they want to play uh, for the Yankees? Would they want to be on the Yankees, but uh, play for AAA and get called up once a guy goes down, or would they like to actually play on a major league roster for another team? Because any other team they go to, or probably most other teams, they will uh, have a, a a roster spot in on the major league level. You know, on the Yankees, they're switching on and off between uh, the minor leagues and the major leagues. Um, so what do you think? I mean, you make a good point, but I really, I still say, you know, really keep them at least to start out the season. And then, you know, if guys are healthy this year, this upcoming year, then you start looking into possibly trading them. Uh, but I think it also will depend by then what the Yankees have done, you know, and, uh, you know what? You know, did they get an ace by that time? Did they get a? Maybe did they get uh, a solid, another solid hitter? Which I don't think they need, but if the opportunity comes, why not go for it? So I think at the end of the day, I mean, these guys are amazing players, and like you said, they they will have starting roles on on other teams, which is why uh, you, you would consider trading them and consider dealing them away, but. Uh, at least to start the season, you keep them in the main in the manual leagues. You see how they perform, and uh, you go from there. And uh, as well, and it can take injuries into play. 
Should should those guys go down again? Okay. Um, now, someone we forgot to mention earlier, which I think should have been mentioned at first. One of the most important, um, probably the most talked about, um, whether we will re-sign him or not. Didi Gregorius. What's happening with Didi? I've said I've said this over and over. Um, really depends. Depends what we get. Uh, I think if you get Lindor, because uh, the Yankees is, the Yankees are, are rumored to pursue him in trade talks with the Cleveland Indians, then you just said Didi bye bye. I love Didi. I mean, Yankee fans love Didi. Came back from Tommy John surgery this year, and he was he was he had that grand slam in the ALDS. Uh, ALCS, he had a slump like everyone, but I feel like he was a solid player considering he had Tommy John surgery, uh, and he was coming back from that for the last few months of the regular season. Uh, I love his post-game tweets, his leadership in the infield. Uh, a lot of the young guys and GL and Glaber feed off of that. So I would say if you can, keep him, bring him back. The club, Everyone loves him. If not, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. And uh, Kisti and uh, say uh, bye bye to Didi. You know, obviously the Yankees' main goal for next season is to win the World Series, and they want as good as a roster as possible. So, um, will uh, what Didi does, um, you know, his post game tweets and all that, uh, how he loves the team, will that affect um, what happens? Will whether they re-sign him or not, or uh, do they not re-sign him because he's just not good enough? They just need someone better. They need uh, Francisco Lindor, um, and that's why they're trading him. Do you think? Um, so, what do you think? Do you think Lindor's better than Didi? Is a real question. Um, I mean, Didi had Tommy John surgery, so. If you ask me if Didi was 100% this season, I would say no. Not even close. Not, not even close to what he was last season. Um, but he's still really good. Um, they love him in the dugout, which I don't really think affects the decision. I think just playing, just the way he plays, um, if he's good or not, that, that affects the decision. I don't really think they care about what he does in the dugout. Um, maybe his leadership skills in the infield. Um, maybe that. Uh but uh, they just need a better player. If Lindor could uh, provide that, then maybe they're they're uh, risking giving up Didi for for Lindor. You know. Why do you you didn't answer my question? Why do you think Didi? Why do you think Lindor is better than uh, than Didi? Because you're you just said you just said that you know Didi was coming back from Tommy John surgery, and you were correct on that. But really, I know that I know that you can't you can't just judge you can't judge a guy off one season. You gotta really yeah, go. No, I'm I'm not just saying about this season. I'm saying, um, I'm I'm saying that Didi just was off this season. Um, maybe last season he was better than Lindor. Maybe maybe not. You know, some people would argue. But if Didi could come back and be the Didi Gregorius. Um, of last season and and the previous seasons, um, then yeah, hundred percent resigning. Maybe this season was just uh, a wake up call. You know, I gotta I gotta play better, or um, that you know they might not resign me. You know, when they do resign him, um, if they do resign him, he'd be like, uh, okay, I'm resigned. This is the team I want to play with. Now I gotta play. You know, I gotta I gotta work to be the the Didi Gregorius that I uh, that I once was. You know. You're making it sound like they would bring him back on a short, uh, like a one year deal. I would, mm-hmm. I, I would disagree. I would say a three year deal should they bring him back. Yeah, uh, it's Steve Gregorius, and you make it. You, he's a he's a young guy that you know came here to replace Derek Jeter. He sometimes there's been points where he's lived up to that, and points where he hasn't. But he's young. He's got a. I, I feel like he's, he still has a lot left to, a lot of time to really to improve his game. So you're making kind of like a franchise-changing decision again at the shortstop position. Yeah. So I'm going to – what makes you think? What does Lindor have that Didi Gregorius 
does not have that would make him the franchise shortstop of the New York Yankees. I don't think he has anything that Didi doesn't have. You know, they're both great shortstops. They, uh, they're both great hitters. Um, obviously, when Didi is good, um, I, I just don't uh, an advantage over Didi. Maybe now, um, since Didi had an off year, um, but in the previous years, I just think that I would rather Didi. Um, if Didi would play like the previous years, you know, just just for how how much he loves the team and how much the team loves him, um, his post game uh, tweets, you know. Stop! 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 Right there. You, you that's uh, that's not gonna it's not gonna affect the decision. Lindor, Lindor, and the Indians. You, you hear the Indians talk about him and they love what he brings to the clubhouse. At the end of the day. I don't think you know clubhouse chemistry is not going to affect this franchise decision for the Yankees because we saw this year that whoever comes up from AAA or in a minor league deal immediately adapts to the Yankee culture. So now, I'm going to ask you. Uh, so, so now, would you say Lindor? Would you say Didi still better than Lindor? No, I think they're equal. To be honest, yeah, well, a lot of people say Lindor is better than Didi. Yeah, well, well, well. Um, maybe this year, maybe Lindor did play better than D this year, but um, like I said uh, a number of times before, DD in previous years, um, it was obviously better than DD this year, you know? So that's that's just what I think. Yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah, yeah, I think really DD, uh, you know, and Lindor, you're right, they are equal. But uh, and, you know, I think you're right. A lot of people said that Lind- Lindor is better than Didi because he had a better year. But you're right; they're, they're really both equal. And uh, you might, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I, I don't yep. think Didi did anything wrong to not come back here, besides a horrible performance in the ALCS, where he's swinging at the first pitch every single time. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking after that series where I was like, right, D. Gregorius, if we bring him back, I don't care. Or next season, he's not. You're not going to see him swinging at the first pitch. He's going to, he's going to work in the off season. He's a guy that adjusts. Okay. He's very good at adjusting. And I think, uh, whatever team he signs with, whether it's back with the Yankees, or back or on another team, I think he's not going to. You're going to see him have more plate disciplined. Uh, I really don't. You know, you're, I really, I really don't have had, have anything against Francisco Francisco Lindor. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think you do. Knows. No, nobody does. He's a great guy, knows. really a great player. He always smiles. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you just it's 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 time for the Yankees to make another a franchise decision. And to be honest with you, my gut says let go with Didi. Uh, as you know, as much as I love Lindor. I kind of like Didi more because of what, of what he right of what he brings to, of what he brings to the table, and uh, you know the Yankees signed Yankees got it from the D back and he hasn't disappointed or anything. But I won't. I will tell you this right now: if they get Lindor, I'll be equally as happy because we know what Lindor is. He's a he's a guy that you know shows his passion for the game like Didi. He can you know play the infield. He can play the infield like Didi. Uh, and he he's grand slams like Didi, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so yeah. And I, do I, I I think also think they're both equal. Um, I don't I don't think the clubhouse. I want to backtrack. I don't think the clubhouse chemistry will affect anything. So if you're asking me now now so we're just going by a player standpoint here. Honestly, I think they are equal. So now we're talking about. Um... DD, whether he's coming back or not, whatever. We still have a crowded infield, you know. Uh, Luke Voigt at first, fine. DJ at second, let's say. DD at third, and Gio at, at uh, um, I- I'm sorry, uh, DD at short and Gio at third um, has been the main infield this entire season. Uh, but now we have Anduar, uh, who should come back uh, next season. Um, and uh, we also have Mike Ford if uh, he's not going to be sent down, sent back down to AAA. Um, but the main thing is um, Gio Urshela and um, and uh, Anduar. What do you do? You have a crowded infield. No. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Uh, to be honest with you, 
include Andohar in trades, and you try to include either one of them in trade talks this offseason. I uh, I think that's what the Yankees will do. I don't think it's going to be serious trade talks, but I think, you know, who, who wants them should the time arise during the year. Uh, I think that the Yankees will start the season with both of them, uh, and they'll, they'll see what happens. Maybe they'll switch off, or, you know, maybe they'll, uh, you know, if one of them gets injured, you have the other guy. So I, I would say start the season with those, with those, excuse me, with those guys. Start the season also with uh, Voight at first. I think Mike Ford is start season AAA again, uh, and then and see what I, actually. Never mind. No, it's either Ford or Bird for the backup first baseman's job. Because Greg I Bird, think, we, I think Bird's gone. Uh, yeah. Why is he gone? Why is no, he gone? He yeah, has... he has he has a legitimate. In my opinion, I've been following him in the Dominican Republic League. He's doing. He's working out this winter in the in a. In DR and yes, I know he's two for twelve wow. and four. You got a you got a single. But he's hitting the ball game. well, seeing the ball well. He's he's not okay, it's, not, it's not like he's making a. That's compared to what he's been doing. It's not, it's not uh, like he's making any any errors in the in the infield either. He's making some very nice plays in, doesn't, in the doesn't DR. Matter about, doesn't uh, I think matter it's, about... it's, it's a long winter because we still have several months still of spring training, and then we have a few, we have a couple months till the season starts. I really don't think you can count out Greg Bird out of the. Backup first baseman shop or okay. starting um, first baseman. Uh, first baseman, should, no some, way. should they should uh, Luke Voigt? He has the that's it, first base is his. Um, you know, that's you're not buying that slump, you're not buying you're not, you're not buying that uh, that that September slump. At all, when he went, what was it, four for 35 or something? I think that's what it was. Uh, four for 35, he went. He was still injured. He had that a, was Voight's attempt. He had a sports hernia. Now he did. He was fine. I mean, I know he had it. In, something in something was wrong with him because you know that you, you, you and I both know that's not Luke Voigt. You know, that wasn't him at the beginning of the season where he had a, uh, a 40 something, uh, what was it, 42 game uh, on, 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 yeah. on base streak. That that was Luke Voigt. Every single uh, um, he would get hits after hits. He was so consistent. Something was wrong, uh, you know. And so it's going to be something that he's, he's working on. And he's going to work on in the off season. Um, something was wrong. Maybe he was still yeah. injured for something. Um, something was wrong, and that's why I think we should be. Uh, he should be our starter. He's going to work on his problem in the offseason. He's going to come back. He's going to come back the same Luke Voigt like he was in the beginning of the season, maybe even better. And first base is locked down. You know, it's his. Um, and I think Mike Ford has the backup. You know, he just uh, – he's very good. I, I love him on the team. Um, I like him better than Greg Bird. Uh, obviously, um, Greg Bird could play uh, – can make some better plays, but I just think uh, – Mike Ford is is a better hitter, um, you know, and uh, yeah, I just I just see him as the backup, you know, not 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 Greg Bird. I think he's gone. Um, what do you trade him for? Who knows, you know. I just think he's gone. He's young. That's it. That's really the only reason why the Yankees love him. He's young with time to improve, and. Uh, I think that's why they, they, they want to keep him. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when Luke Voigt uh, becomes a free agent, whenever he does, uh, I think that I don't, I don't think the Yankees will bring him back because of the of Mike Ford and Greg Bird that they have. They have two guys waiting in the wings to take the first base position. So with the first base, so uh, with the young guys they have, you know, on that first base chart, uh, I just don't see them trading away Bird now. If the opportunity comes up, yes, but he has a low value right now in Bird, so I don't really see anything really happening with him. Which is why I, I am happy that he's in the Dominican Republic League. We, league. we saw this with uh, Hunter Pence. He went to the DR League last year, and uh, you know him, him in the DR, he uh, really helped him out because we saw we thought, okay, that's it, his career's over. He's you know he's gonna retire. But he worked on his swing. He worked on his game overall, and he became an all-star for the Texas Rangers in 2019. So the hope is that Bird can do the same thing. Now, is Bird as good as Pence? No, but there's something about the DR League that seems to help uh, Major League players. Maybe. 
I, I forgot the address, the the cramped out the cramped infield. Um what I forgot to address is that we have okay, let's say uh Luke Voigt playing first, uh Glaber playing second, Didi playing short, and Gio if he playing comes back. Uh, okay, if he comes back. Um and uh Gio playing third, where does DJ go? <laughs> And that's the thing I love about the Yankees. You he, they, you have so much depth, and uh, you you wanna uh, that's a, you wanna start DJ on the bench again. I mean, you can, but I don't think you deserve to. No. You know, we we always forget about these guys on the menu. You know, you think okay, we're gonna have yeah, right? Like you said, Didi at short and Glaber at second, but you never know. Because uh, because we have there's so much stuff the Yankees have. To be honest with you, now that now that I think about DJ, you know, because I was like kind of pushing him out of the equation, now I'm bringing him back in. Uh, I would put DD on the bench, just you know, an open uh, an opening day really. You wouldn't if, you wouldn't DH is... Voight. I would just DH Voight. Is what I was gonna say. Maybe maybe uh, maybe you can do that. Maybe, yeah, that's Boyd. true. Maybe you can do that. DH Voight and keep DD at short. Yeah, there's so many things you and can then do. If Stanton, that's where I love this. If Stanton comes back. Uh, if he's still on the team by then, to, yes. If he's discuss. still on the team by then. Uh, he could play left field and then guardian in center, judge in right. Uh, then you have Talkman and Maven on the bench. Seems to fix the problem. Um, but yeah. uh, Will that be enough uh, to win the World Series? Sort of, you know, you didn't change anything. You know, Kinda did. I mean, you got Andujar fully healthy back. You'd be getting him off the bench, right? You'd basically yeah. increase your depth with the guys you get back. So you kind of did something, but I mean, I don't think it's enough unless you get an ace to defeat the Houston Astros. Yeah, which is Garrett Cole. Um, really, the goal mm-hmm. at this point. And then, um, and Carnacion's gone. Ugh, right. Ugh, don't even get me started. That was horrible. From a lot, of, there was criticism on him from the beginning, where you know he. You know, he I came. actually, I actually loved him in the beginning. No, I, I, I did, I did too. But I did too. But it was just like why in the beginning, like we we why we need another bat. I saw it as a depth move because of all these injuries and. It turned out to, you know, be good at times. But when the postseason came and push came to shove and he needed to come up big, he did strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. Just, oh, mm-hmm. my. That was, it was horrible. When the, when I, was it, the, the bases were loaded at, at, a, at a point. Game four. I forgot what, game, game four. four. Uh, two outs. That's it. We're not going to score anything here. Edwin and Carnacion's up. It's an automatic strikeout. I was feeling same that. Thing, same thing with Gary, to be honest. Uh, you know? But – I'm not really uh, mad. I'm worried about Gary as I am with Edwin, uh, because Gary's younger and Edwin's like he can And Edwin really came here. His one thing was mesh a DH, and he's gonna mesh, and he didn't mesh, and that's why I think the Yankees will buy him out this off season. Um, you know, he has a five million. They, they can buy him out for five million, and the Rays have to pay it up anyway, so it's not gonna cost the Yankees anything. Uh, personally, I saw him as a rental and a nice depth piece, and I think that now this year's over, I think he, he he's gone. Uh, I just want to see him in the Yankee jersey next year. No. We did not need him. We didn't need him. With... We didn't need him. I mean, I liked it, but as a nice for depth. Yeah, but... it, it added depth to the lineup. Obviously, we have, uh, we have power hitter after power after power hitter, which we thought was good at first, then you realize. It's strikeout after strikeout after strikeout, which we don't need. We need more contact hitters. Uh, we don't need a, 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 a home run or a strikeout. We need more um, a home run, a single, a double, a walk, or a strikeout. We don't need to. We, we can't just do five strikeouts in a row. You know, uh, um, you had Judge. Um, he, he strikes out a lot, and everyone knows that. Uh, you have Judge, and you have Edwin, and then you have Gary. Um, you know, and Gary, and Gary, can I, can I stop you there for a minute yeah. to, to fill to before you go on? Um, I'm not worried about Gary because he's a guy that I think will bounce back. Uh, and I let he, he overall, I felt like he bounced back this season. And although, yeah, he did strike out a lot in the playoffs, I think, uh, 
he's going to bounce back uh, next season and you know, just having a crazy breakout season. And then we said about him coming into the season. And to be honest, it, there were times where it looked like that was the case. He, his defense got a lot better. Uh, I know we had a couple of miscues in the playoffs. But I, I, overall, I like Sanchez. He's young with uh, time to improve. So I'm not really on him, not really getting on him uh, just yet. Um, if we have anything left to talk about. He's got a lot of potential, Gary. Gary's got a lot of potential. That's that's uh, why I like him, and that, that's why I want I want him to I want him to stay as the starting catcher for the New York Yankees. Romine, you're great. You're good. But Gary's good Gary's good better than you. Catcher. I'm sorry. I mean, Gary's better than you. He has more power. He's got a better arm. Nothing against Romine. I just like Gary better. I think he's got a lot more room. Uh, a lot more room to grow than Romine does in terms of potential. But Romine's so, yeah. a great backup catcher. There's no... One of the best in the league in backup catcher. That's him. He would be a, a starting catcher on probably almost any other team. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I do. He's a very good catcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else we didn't discuss? Yes, yes. Uh, we didn't discuss really the Stanton trade rumors. The New York Yankees... Um, are it looks like they are going to go to Giancarlo Stanton this offseason and uh, ask him to waive his no trade clause and uh, maybe try and deal him away. Contract, uh, that you know, it was like a 13 year, uh, 325 million deal originally, and I think now there's eight years left on that contract with a player option after next season. So, what are your thoughts on uh, Stanton? Will he get traded? Uh, why would the Yan- Why would the Yankees, besides the contract issue and the fact that he wasn't healthy this year, the Yankees know he's a player of this caliber? Do you think? Do you take this Yankee, uh, this this Yankees open to trading Stanton report uh, seriously or no? Uh, just... I think that's really uh, Stanton's decision on whether he uh, wants to get traded or not. I love him on the Yankees. You know, he's a monster. He could hit a home run at any time. Um, yeah, he was injured for most of the season, but on a on a on a bad season, he still has twenty seven home runs. You know, but and that's a bad season. Uh, he's a monster. Uh, like I said, he could hit a home run at any time. Um, I love him on the Yankees, and I'm sure everyone uh, on the roster likes him as well. He loves playing um, for New York. Uh, and um, you know, he judges best friend. Yeah, he, I, I think uh, he, he judges best friend. <laughs> you said that. I, I said that. You said they, he judges best friend. They're always hanging out in the dugout. You know, they they they're, they're good friends. Uh, and um, you know, uh, but if but there's the, what I think is there's just no room for him if uh if that's what what we want to talk about uh whether there's room for him or not because. Like we said before, the crowded infield, then you DH Boyd, but then where do you put Stanton? Do you put him on the bench? Whatever. He's not going to want to play on the bench. And then he's going to want to go to another team. You know, if someone were to have to go, it would probably be Stanton. I would rather Stanton over Boyd um, just because of the amount of energy Boyd brings uh, to the dugout. You know, they're equal. They're equally good. You know, obviously each of them plays their own position. Um, but they are uh, equally good. Uh, one could hit a home run at any time. Uh, Luke Boyd just um, makes better contact, you know, for singles or doubles. Uh, but, um, yeah, if, if one of them has to go, I think it would be Stanton. As much as I love him on the Yankees, um, just there's no room. For him. But if he does come back and and uh, – and, um, they do find a way to um, keep him playing and and let there be room for everyone, you know, to play uh, and no one to be traded. Then, then fine, keep him. But not, not a problem with me, um, you know. Not a problem. That's what I think. Yeah, uh, but to be honest with you, I feel like the Yankees will only go that Stanton trade route. Is you know, if they can't do their take care of business on the trade on the free agent market, I think they will uh, go the stand trade route there. Uh, you obviously you're, you, I, I said, we said this, I said before with uh, Andujar, uh, you just 
you explore it. You know, him and Urshela, you put him out there. Don't make it so, but it's not going to be so serious. Just put him out there, see what teams uh, feel of him for future. For the future, I think you do maybe the same with Stanton as well. But but if it is uh, between Gio and Andujar, who would you take? Gio, at least start it. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I would, I'm sorry. I love. I, I liked you more than as uh, much Andrew as I loved Andrew 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 rookie year. Um, I just think D, uh, Gio's defense is phenomenal. How he didn't, how he isn't in the Gold Glove um, um, discussion, blows my mind. I think he deserves it more than anyone else. He plays a, an insane third base, uh, probably one of the best in the league. Um, and that's just not from not trying to be biased or anything. It's a known fact. He plays a crazy third base. And it's not just not only that. He's just clutch in so many situations. You know, he can hit a home run at any time. He's had um, a walk-off this season. He's just clutch in, in so many different ways. Uh, obviously, Andujar, also uh, a very good uh, bat. Um, just Gio's um, clutchness and his defense um, is what I think uh, – Puts him over, over Andrew. All right. Well, um, yeah, I agree with that too. Uh, I, I, I don't see it as a whole as a unanimous Gio over Andrew. I just liked Gio better because I felt like he was more clutch for the Yankees, especially in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That, that, that game six, he went. Pointing to that. What? What was that? Three for three, he went. Home run, home a nice run play. Andujar didn't yeah. even uh, smell the smell the field in game f- in a in the uh, last game of the season last year. So I like Gio better because of his defense, and I feel like he has a bit more power than Andujar does. And, yeah, he went three for three. He came up and clutch in those situations. Um, yeah, he was he slumped for a little, but he came back. And everyone knows when he comes back, he just slumped for a little. What happens? Um, and we're just. I guess we're just nah, I know. I know why we're short the whole time. What? What did you say? Andujar was hurt the whole time. He he didn't look right from the second he came. He got hurt this year. He yeah. came back. Yeah. He didn't look right from the second he came back. He was hurt the whole season, personally. Yeah, but like I was saying, uh, Geo's just clutch, and everyone knows it. Um, they're going three for three in the in the postseason. Uh. That's that's great. You know, we're just ignoring the fact that if he never got on base, uh, uh, there would have never been a two-run home run and the game would have been over. Um, you know, I won't get into that now, but uh, would have would it have been better? Maybe, maybe not. Don't want to get into that now. Uh, but just, yeah, he's very clutch. I would put him over Andujar, and I think anyone would. Yeah, uh, I think I would, I would too. But then again, Andrew more he's going to be twenty three next year, so he has a lot. Of, he, he has a high ceiling. I would, I would be okay with everyone at first base, but right now, I, I, I third base. I'm uh, right now. I'm taking, I'm taking Gio. I, I, I can't overlook what he did this year. I'm sorry, that was just too good. That was just too good. Um. Anything else to talk about? Yes, the World Series is headed to Game Seven as we were recording this. Uh, yeah, we just you know, a few minutes ago, uh, the Washington Nationals defeated the Houston Nationals in, in Game Six, seven to two. I actually stopped watching that game to really record uh, this podcast with Eli, which I went. I know it went like I, I believe over an hour when you combine the two parts. I don't think episodes will be this long usually. Uh, but it's the first, the first one, so we're just trying to get a lot out. Uh, but the Nationals tomorrow night, Game Seven against the Astros in Houston. It's going to be Max Scherzer against Zach Greinke. And now, and you know, you know, you don't like to see anyone get hurt, but it looks like that neck injury before Game Five is uh, at the end of the day you're gonna, might might help the Nationals here. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on What are your thoughts on tomorrow's game, Eli? What do you got? Uh, and don't thing, and, and understand you hate the Astros, but come on, it's Game Seven. You got to be realistic here. That's what I was gonna say. The only reason I think uh, we should be talking about this is because um, we're hoping that the Astros are gonna lose, at least for me. Um, but uh, whatever Game Seven predictions, uh, obviously I want the Nationals to win. And you know what? With the win tonight, I actually do think. Uh, they will win Game Seven. 
um, as much as I hate the Astros. Um, I would say if I think the Astros are going to win, um, but I, I just don't because Granke's pitching tomorrow and uh, uh, the Nationals' bats woke up um, as they proved tonight. Uh, they finally, finally woke up. And uh, it will be the first time ever, if they do win, um, that the uh, visiting team has won every game of the series, which is crazy. You know? Yeah. That's that insane. That gives, that gives you more confidence if you're a national fan. You know, look yeah. what you look. We've had to overcome. You know, nineteen and thirty-one to start the year. They like the worst bullpen in the in the NL. Like, it was like the worst bullpen in the league. Personally, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not counting any of the teams that were tanking. Uh, for, from from uh, the teams I saw from early on in the year, Washington to me was the worst bullpen in the league. So, yeah. and the MLB as a whole, and then they magically turned it around. And it wasn't <laughs> like they improved their bullpen that much. It was just they all came together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're starting yeah. pitching and Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin stepped up. Rendon stepped up. Soto, mm-hmm. I mean Rendon's Soto. an MVP candidate. Soto, twenty one now. Look what he's doing. He, you know he's playing like he's thirty. It's just insane Soto or how many of these guys think discussion. Soto or another time, another time. Right. No, no, that's just I, I'm not. I don't want to. Uh, that's just for another time. We we can have a, we can do a whole podcast just on that. Yeah, um, we can really do a whole podcast on that. You know, hopefully, we come out tomorrow. Um, or at least I come out tomorrow, and I'm sure most Yankee fans or all of them smiling, um, because the Astros were sent home. Uh, in front of their home crowd, they, uh, oh. you know. The place where they beat the Yankees, karma. I, I wouldn't say it would be, it would, it would kind of be karma. Yeah. You beat, you know, you beat the Yankees, Derek, you lose in the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Their season comes to an end in front of their home crowd. Nothing will make me happier. Nothing will make uh, all the Yankee fans happier than to see the Astros lose. And obviously everyone will say, oh, um, upset Yankee fan, you know. Um, yeah. I am I am upset. Uh, the Astros are Yankee killers, and I get it. Um, they have always been Yankee killers. Um, you know, 2015, 17, 19. And I just want them to lose, and I'm sure everyone else does. You know? It, uh, as much as they deserve to win, um, you know, whoever whoever's a better team deserves to win. Um, but I, don't, I just don't want them to win. We'll see that tomorrow, but uh, tonight, as for tonight, you know, uh, the Astros lose. I'm sorry. I just had to get it out of me. Yeah. I just had to get it out of me. I really came into tonight wanting a game seven. And it didn't look good uh, early on because Houston was winning early. But Washington came back once, so it was a beast. We're doing five RBIs in this game six. And now they're, now we're going to a game seven. And I can't wait for it. I, I, I wish it. What's your final score prediction for it? And who gets the MVP? Um, I think final... Score seven to three, uh, Nationals. Wow! And um, World Series MVP is Anthony Rendon. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't, I don't think it'll be seven three. I would say, you know, I really want extra inning games. So six four Washington, and I'm gonna give it ten innings. You know, this, I, I, this the, the fact that there's a game seven tomorrow. It doesn't give me flashbacks to 2017 Game Seven because uh, you know that was a five-one Astro win, and uh, but but it does give me but does take me back to 2016 between the Cubs and the Indians. That yeah. was like the best Game Seven of yeah, all time. I've and my extra innings, rain in delay. Oh my yeah. goodness! Two teams trying to break their legendary curses. I know people are going to bring up old timers listening to this. Will bring up the 1960 Game Seven Yankees Pirates World Series. Uh, the walk-off homer by was it Bobby Mert? Uh, I forgot to hit it. Uh, but I think, to, but coming into that game seven with the droughts that the Cubs and Indians had on the line, had on the line, I just think that that was the best game seven of all time. Not not because the Yankees lost that game seven against the Pirates in '60, but I just think that it was just the the, the stakes for that game seven were higher for Chicago and Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I had something uh, I need to say. Um, Oh, yeah, about the – yeah, like you said before, the Indians-Cubs game seven. That was crazy. 
Um, you know, Cubs lost in front of uh, – sorry, Indians lost in front of their home crowd, um, which is never good. You know, you never want to lose in front of your home crowd. Um, maybe. Maybe the Ashes right. will tomorrow. See what happens. But uh, I just want to say, everyone listening, thank you. I know it was a long episode. We hope it's not as long, uh, you know, it's not as long as this one.